0: You are listening to the Simple Self-Care Podcast, your weekly nudge to take good care. I'm your host, Randy Kay. Happy Earth Day, my dear listeners. And what a beautiful coincidence to be bringing you today's episode on this celebratory day. For today, I'm taking you with me on part of my recent adventure into one of the coolest places on the planet Earth, Joshua Tree, in the deserts of Southern California. Although if you've been there, you know that it kind of feels like you're in a completely different world, like some sort of prehistoric Dr. Seuss type place, but it's really cool. So as you know, there are many things that can fall under the self-care umbrella, and I teach and talk about a lot of the day-to-day simple and practical things we can do to bring self-care into every moment. But it's also important to think about the bigger picture ways of practicing self-care, the things that are important to bring in less regularly, but can strongly influence the day-to-day. And to me, this is travel. This is exploring. This is getting out in nature for extended periods of time, and I've learned the hard way that when I don't do it, when I don't make time and save resources for it, I suffer on a deep level. There is a shift, a refining that happens by getting out of my comfort zone and experiencing new cultures and landscapes. It has made me who I am, and it's the source of anything good I feel I can offer this world. This might not be your big picture thing per se, but I wanted to share with you this adventure as best as I can with the hope that it might spark something within you, that it can inspire some adventures of your own and remind you that the world, the earth, even the plants blooming outside your window are there waiting for you. A few weeks ago, I was getting into quite the rut up here in the frozen tundra of North Dakota. And my exploratory soul was feeling a bit restless, and it was seriously influencing almost every area of my life. So by ignoring some common sense and saying yes to some wonderful coincidences, I last minute met up with my dear friend and adventure buddy, Kristen Rundbeck. You may remember Kristen from a few episodes ago. She is the creator and founder of Legome Body Co., an earth-based skincare brand, And she's also a plant and self care educator. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back when you're done with this one and take a listen. It's great and it will give you an even better idea of why we are a perfect pair, especially in the travel and plants department. But together we ventured into the wilderness of the desert and found more healing there than we could have ever imagined. I want to share with you a chat Kristen and I had recently where we talk about some of our most healing moments and what we learned. But first, I want to give you a little taste of what we experienced firsthand. So we started our journey relaxing and soaking at Two Bunch Palms Resort in Desert Hot Springs, which I'll get to in a bit. But after that, we somehow scored the perfect Airbnb experience for us at this cute desert cabin on the outskirts of town just a short drive away from the national park. Our host is this incredible outdoor educator, climber, plant guide named Yanni. She took us on a private plant hike on a private trail hidden away from most of the main attractions of the area. And for good reason, part of being able to enjoy the land is truly honoring the land and the rare wild plants we got to see should not be tampered with or taken for granted. As we ventured up, we got to take frequent breaks and be educated about what we found. So, La Tridentata is a
1: creosote bush that you see everywhere. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, What's it called? La Rea Tridentata, or creosote bush. It's, uh, it's got a nice, strong smell to it. Mm. Yes. so mm, yep. antibacterial antifungal properties and it's sticky, it's nice pretty, and resinous yes, nice and resinous oh. that wax <laughs> allows for it to um, not evaporate mm-hmm. transpirate so it holds a lot of water inside of its leaves you have one of these in your yard, don't you? I have tons of them yeah. <laughs> Yes. well,
2: next to the like, it was in one of my pictures yeah, like, yes
1: hey. <laughs> yes, yeah, so these ones are make a great hair rinse. Oh, uh, if you boil this and yeah, it makes a great hair rinse. It aids with uh, digestive problems. It's antibacterial, antifungal concoctions. It's like you put a paste. It's basically one of those plants that they say, oh, it can cure cancer. It does all things. <laughs> That's everything. It has everything. All kinds of uh, miraculous cures. But I like it particularly when it rains here. The air fills out with its aroma Uh and it's really cool. And I like it for my hair the most.
0: When we reached the end of the hike, we were greeted with the shade from a beautiful desert cotton tree, I believe it was, while catching whiffs of the wild white sage plant growing nearby. Yanni agreed to chat with me about more of who she is, love for the land and how we can honor it and why we need to.
1: My name is um, Janina Aldao. People call me Yanni. Okay. And uh, I'm from Argentina originally and I've been living in the United States for 10 years. Um, I'm basically an outdoor educator and I like to take people on hikes Wildflower hikes or kayaking trips or climbing trips or anything that involves being outdoors. I like to take people, especially people that are doing it for the first time, Mm -hmm. which is very rewarding. So my main, mainly I'm an outdoor educator. Okay. And what brought you to this area? Joshua Tree Mm -hmm. or California in general. Uh, I lived in the, when I first arrived in the United States, I lived in the East Coast. And then I came to California for a wilderness first responder uh, course to Yosemite. And I fell in love with California. I went to San Francisco, Yosemite, the Eastern Sierra, and I fell in love. So I decided to do the Pacific Crest Trail just to get to know this part a lot better. And I feel like the slower you move, the more you get to know the place so backpacking was perfect. It was yeah. so slow. <laughs> so um and after I did that I just fell in love. I couldn't leave. I mm-hmm. could not leave. So I stayed. So why Joshua Tree? Um actually I f- my first place was in the Eastern Sierra. I lived in Lomebine for two years and then I Basically, I met a guy, Ah, yes. (laughs) so he moved here, and I moved with him, but Mm -hmm. I have fell in love with Joshua Tree as well. It is the Mecca of climbing, and I'm a climber, and there is so much healing in the desert, Mm -hmm. just the vastness, the solitude, so it's just a beautiful place to live.
0: Can you talk a little bit about the healing of the desert, because I know a lot of people are afraid to come to the desert, like even on the way here. my like Lyft driver I was like yeah I'm going to the desert she's like oh I'd never go there it's like (laughs) people think it's scary they're afraid of the bugs they're afraid of the heat like can you rattlesnake yeah like why like what
1: is there to find here um sure I think there are bugs there are not as many bugs as there are in humid places for starters so that's actually better there aren't as many bugs And sure, there are some species that are like scorpions and snakes but there are also beautiful birds and uh, other birds like quails and hawks. and there's like tortoises and bighorn sheep and numerous plants and a great diversity if you get, if you just stop and Mm -hmm. slow down and you get to actually look at what is surrounding you you will find a lot of healing plants, a great ecosystem interaction between the animals and the plants. They all depend on each other because of the harshness of the environment, because of the lack of water, because of the extreme weather, the extreme cold and the extreme, the, the desert, the plants and the animals depend on each other. The humans depend on the plants and the animals. It's such a, strong bond that you might not feel somewhere else Mm -hmm. and um the solitude the quietness it's healing it's hard to be with yourself i understand and i think a lot of the people are more afraid of being with themselves than they are to the bugs and the snakes honestly the bugs and the snakes won't come and get you Mm -hmm. they're just as afraid of you as you are of them and they just have developed this Defense mechanisms which are stinging and biting just to protect themselves just the same way that we have yeah. so I find a lot of similarities with people and and Nature in general we have developed defense mechanisms with sting and bite they have done too so you know you can relate to that right? <laughs> so you
0: you spend a lot of time studying plants and Ethnobiology and mm-hmm. all that um, what about that intrigues you and and why do you want to share that with the world
1: Yes it's the same I think we take it for granted we go to the supermarket and everything is already there but um we have such a strong bond with plants and animals we depend on them We are part of this earth just as much as everything else and we do not realize how dependent we are on everything the air the water the plants and the animals so I want to share with people how nature and plants can heal you so people can understand that what you are looking at actually has a lot of purpose with us and that we have a purpose to protect these environments so we can keep depending on them we can keep um, harvesting and taking in those healing properties of the plants. So I want to teach people to cultivate their own
2: mm-hmm. native
1: plants to appreciate them to find the beauty in what looks pretty harsh. Do you have any advice for people
0: just getting started? Or that Like they know they want to be incorporating these
1: things but they don't know how? find the mentor Mm -hmm. if you are looking into ethnobotany or the healing arts or even hiking I would say find the guide find the mentor someone Um, it could be a grandfather it could be anybody it doesn't have to be a paid guide but I think you will feel a lot safer if someone holds your hand while you're easing into and you can learn so much more from someone that has a lot more experience and hopefully not make as many mistakes before you venture on your own
0: mm-hmm. come find you here in the desert yes you can come <laughs> find me in the desert
1: for sure cool anything else uh, i'm just grateful i'm grateful for for you ladies i am grateful for the plants i'm grateful for the animals
0: Beautiful to be alive. From nature hikes with Yanni to making friends with cacti and roadrunners to hiking over fields of giant quartz boulders to communing with the Joshua trees at sunset and being able to see, I think, every star in the sky at night to even soaking in mud baths in desert hot springs. The desert gave and gave and gave. And yes, it can be a dry, desolate, and even dangerous place, but even sharp cacti bloom beautiful flowers. I believe that if you've had a proper adventure, you come back differently than when you left. Be it big or small, subtle or drastic, you have left a part of you behind and renewed yourself with a different way of being. But with each change, there is a transition, a recalibration, and Kristen and I have tried to help each other with that since we've been back. We recently chatted on the phone to compare notes and rekindle some of the adventures for you. People ask me, like, how, how was Joshua Tree? How was your trip? I'm just like, uh, it changed my life? I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Just go there. <laughs> yeah. So, I've, had, I've actually had a couple people ask me, like, how was it? And like, I want to go, what should I do? And where should I stay? And right. I'm like, just go, just like, just go. And <laughs> Let the yeah. desert show you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's funny, because I like, I've been kind of, well, there's a couple people that I follow. And like, one of them actually lives in Joshua Tree. Well, not in Joshua Tree. Um, but in I think the same town that Yanni uh, her little Airbnb is in. Mm-hmm. And she posts a lot. like she recently moved from like the lush California valley to the desert. And I'm finding I'm resonating a lot with her messaging, which is like the desert teaches you things, and like it just kind of brings things up that you didn't even think were like issues, not issues like in a bad way, but the other day she posted about the wind and how the wind just like picks up out of nowhere and how, she's not used to that and how that brings up things for her and, and like working through it. And I was like, I, I resonate with that to an extent because not the wind in particular, but just like the, like the medicine of the earth in that area. It's just like for us, I think too, like things just kind of showed up. Things just kind of came to us um, and like different plants and different experiences. And we just kind of flowed with it, which was perfect. Like if I, 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 I wouldn't want to redo anything because I feel like it just kind of unfolded the way that it was supposed to.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, So what would you say is coming back now and like going back to work and things like that, like what what do you say you think about the most or like what was your biggest takeaway from that
2: trip? Mm Mm-hmm. I think for me lately, and the biggest thing that I took away from that is just like, I feel like a lot of being in the desert reminded me of just like, kind of like life truths. And one of them is just literally having more fun and like just kind of living with the flow of life, which I do anyway, but. Just being so busy and like working and running a business and then being in school, there's really, I feel like there's not a lot of time for fun sometimes where I'm just, you know, I have homework to do and I have orders to fill and then I've got class to study for. But it just reminded me of the importance of like fitting in those, and we talked about this too, like fitting in that buffer time to actually like relax and read a book or like go on an adventure have fun and just enjoy the moment as opposed to everything needing to be scheduled out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that was really needed for me, like just to, and so some of the things that I've done since coming home, I think, well, how long have we been home for? Like two weeks. So the so. first, the first like five days I was home, like I felt like I was in the complete days. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 like I, even so we came back on Wednesday and then I had to go back to work on Monday but on Monday I was like I can't do this. So I just told them like I like I'm going to check in but I've got, you know, I was like I'm still trying to get used to life again. Mm-hmm. And they were totally fine with it and then I just worked on my class and just kind of like eased back in which is really nice. Like just being able to enjoy that energy and that like I felt like we went to a different like plane. I don't know. I don't know how to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like most of the time, like you and I both travel a lot and we we come back to life and 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 work and I don't really it's always a little bit of adjustment but like not that much. Mm-hmm. But this time it was like this kind of like underlying weariness almost. It was just like where did I go? Where am I now? And let me just say, we did not use any drugs yes. <laughs> for, for the record. For the record. <laughs> like, I think you had like a glass of wine the whole yeah. time, you know, like it, we were just all natural in this adventure. And, but it was still like, how do you, I think because we had the intention of it being a healing opportunity and, mm-hmm. um, because both of us had some stressors during the winter and just like needed a whole mind, body, soul refresh. And mm-hmm. um, and so I think part of it was that we allowed uh, the elements to heal us on a deep level. Mm-hmm. And um, like, I did feel like it shifted. I feel like I was able to let go of some residual stress and things that like it was just hard to let go of in my day-to-day life like I had to just like fully remove myself to just be like whoo okay like let's move on to a new chapter of life so I think that was part of it for me was feeling like I shifted on so many levels and so coming back to my life that used to have stress in it it was like okay how do I live now that I'm not stressed anymore, Yeah, you know?
2: It totally felt like a reset on a lot of different levels. And I love that you mentioned that we didn't do any drugs because (laughs) (laughs) whenever I talk about, or like people think of the desert, they, especially Joshua tree, that's what they think of. But Mm -hmm. I I think for us, it was that, that um, like access, or the experiences that we had, you know, we did the mud bath, which was incredible. And like, oh, uh, well, I got like a light massage, which was really nice. And then the mineral yeah. baths yeah. and just like soaking and experiencing the life around us. Um, and it, and it was funny too, because we didn't, there was a lot of people around, but it was just like, we kind of just kept to ourselves and we just kind of like embraced the moment in mm-hmm. what it was. And the elements of the desert as well, took us on these journeys like up the mountain with Yanni and um, like seeing all these different plants in their natural elements and just like talking about the sacredness and the importance of these plants within the culture and like with Yanni that was really amazing to just get that insight from someone else who's so experienced and so like passionate about plants because mm-hmm. that's something that you and I both resonate with as well so that was really special to me and um, but I think it was just a combination of all these different things that provided us this experience that kind of took us to a different level, which was, like I already said, the the not only like the mud baths, but when we were there, like working with the shaman and like setting intentions and being sage and sound baths and all these things that are, you know, just kind of resetting to like the nervous system and calming our senses and just kind of Letting our body and our minds relax, and mm. even though there was like definitely some stressful things that were <laughs> in the of our trip, shout out to Goldie,
0: Goldie, <laughs> our our sweet car. Um, but yeah, totally, we had we had stressors. Like even when um, I got home, well, you ha- you had flight delays in the beginning, um, yeah. and then and then our. <laughs> our sweet Airbnb host, not Yanni, one we ended up not staying with, like <laughs> yeah. dealing with that whole thing. And then when I got home, I still had to drive in a blizzard basically to get back home. And I got home at five 30 in the morning and then had clients right after, like I got three hours of sleep, but I told, I was like so high on life that it was like, yeah. the stressors didn't even matter. And they were, mm-hmm. And it was empowering to, that's one thing we talked about a lot too, is, you know, we live with, with partners and we, you know, have worked for other people and things. And this was just kind of like a reclaiming of what we can do on our own, you know, mm-hmm. um, changing a tire in the middle of the desert, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> dri- you know, driving home, driving three, four hours on a donut <laughs> and like but feeling like we got this and we can and we can handle it. So that was that was a huge thing for me too is just and in travel in general especially some place you've never been before uh and you're not necessarily prepared for all the elements. Like there is this like forced growth that happens and you get to see what you're made of in a lot of situations.
2: I think that's my favorite part of travel in general. Um, And yeah, like just, I I feel like I've become a better version of myself through travel because I, yeah, like you said, you get forced into these situations where there really is no way out. Like I can't just go home right now and like go take a shower or I can't just go home and, and take a nap and be done with this trip. It's like you have to really like live through those moments that are uncomfortable and those happen a lot when you're traveling Mm -hmm. and it makes me I I was about to say it makes me happy I don't think happy is the right um the right adjective for that I think it's more like I feel very I feel like it's a self-development tool like travel is a way to kind of get to know yourself better especially in those moments of like when I woke up and I was like I'm gonna watch the sunrise and then I saw that the car had a flat tire and I was like wait (laughs) no (laughs) not today I was like I wanted to enjoy the sunrise and then I was like oh no now we have a flat tire that we got to figure out how to fix and then also get back to the airport in time and Mm -hmm. all those questions that you have but I mean everything worked out perfectly fine and I think that's a really good lesson is with travel and adventure in everyday life is that you know even when things appear to be this like terrible thing Mm -hmm. and it's going to be really bad and stressful and whatnot, like. A lot of the times, it it turns out fine. You might be a de- delayed a little bit, but mm-hmm. that's that's just life. That's fine.
0: Yeah, I just that's kind of a, a mantra I have when things come up when in travel. Um, it's just like everything's going to be okay. I am not going to be stranded here forever. I am going to figure this out. Like it just yeah, you know, you just have to kind of go with it and and get creative and then trust that like it's all good most, yep. of, most <laughs> of, of the time 99% of the time um yes. but yeah i going back to some of the healing modalities that we experienced and stuff like i've been in the healing industry for over 10 years and i've experienced all sorts of energy healing and things like that and i still get converted every time i do it like yeah I'll, i i have mm-hmm. a skeptic mind and Um, but I also have a very open mind. And so it's like, I'm always open to try things and then I'll have these really cool experiences and I'm just like, well, there is something to this. Awesome. And then enough time goes by and I'm like, well, I don't know. (laughs) know? (laughs) And I think with our experience, especially at the, uh, spa was that, um, like just, so many things at once um, that we got to experience with, I didn't, you know, we weren't anticipating all of the things that we experienced wow. and it was just like mud bath, mineral spring, meditation, sound bath, like <laughs> shamans, intention saging. Like it was just like,
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then yoga, like <laughs> and yoga in the morning yoga, Easter, Yeah. And it, just Yeah. And then like more soaking and then yeah. like, yeah.
0: <laughs> and it was just like, and then how we felt when we left it was like where were we what just happened and it and it's ah. like you can't ignore those effects you know and mm-hmm. um so i just i like to bring that up because you just staying open and and tuning into how things are influencing you is just really powerful and mm-hmm. if you know if we were both in this state of judgment of like what is this woo-woo crap going on you know it it would have been like a completely different experience and instead it's like we just went with it let it absorb into us and didn't fight the results you know and let yeah and let it be whatever it needed to be whether it was necessarily
2: true or not it like didn't matter you know right and (laughs) I'm just thinking of when we when they gave us that that like packet of paper about the labyrinth and like the the like the energy vortex and being like what where are we like when have you ever gone to a hotel where they give you like a handout on energy vortexes and like where to stand to get the like the most um like positive energy coming your way like it was just it was such a unique experience and it was one of those things that we didn't even anticipate like we literally just were I think you we you were Googled like it. Oh, this you're like this place has mud baths. let's do this and I was mm-hmm. like all right let's do it and like I didn't look into that place at all and they didn't even really have that much information on their website either mm-hmm. They don't tell kind of, you they don't tell no, you they the don't man, like... and then once we got there I like it, it was just there was so many different things to experience and it was just a really cool very unique experience like I have never, I don't even, yeah, I've mm-hmm. never experienced something like that. And it was just really, uh, really unique. And I want well, to go back, but I'm also like, that was, that was good. <laughs> like, right, that was, right. That was perfect.
0: It, yeah, it was worth every unexpected penny. <laughs> <laughs> We ever, uh, don't remind me. <laughs> No, we went <laughs> We went for a day package and then we're like, let's stay overnight. It won't cost that much more and then we like
2: get our bill and we're like, oh. Oh, wait a second. <laughs>
0: but I feel like that was also part of the healing because we got to be like, you know what? It's okay. We can spend this money on ourselves and we got like a million things out of it. So, totally. I'm okay with
2: it. Yeah. And then like the creative kind of mindset we got in that was like, okay, well, we just spent all this money. How can we work together to like Mm -hmm. make some of this money back and talking about those like creative ideas. And for me, I feel like that was a really good experience because generally when I travel, I travel on a budget. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't couch surf as much anymore, but I always do Airbnb or stay with a friend or family. And I'm always literally looking for like the cheapest thing. And it was just a good experience for me because there's there's always things that I see when I'm traveling somewhere new where I think to myself that would be a really amazing thing to experience, but eh, I could spend you know that five hundred dollars on another flight getting somewhere else later or whatever. So Mm -hmm. I usually forego those things that look really awesome um, to be able to like travel longer or or whatever. Um, So for me to like in that moment to just kind of go with the flow and just say like okay I trust myself I trust my business to like make this money back and I like you and I definitely were like oh my gosh why what did we do but that was a very like that was maybe for we talked about that for like two hours maybe like Mm -hmm. while we were making that decision to stay and then it was like after we made that decision it was like relief and just being like that was worth it. Like this is I'm so glad that we're staying. And then we got to sleep on amazing beds. Oh, and we man. saw we got to see our first Roadrunner mm-hmm. in our backyard. Like get yeah. a backyard. And we our, got
0: to have that sound bath right before bed with yes. the crystal bowls and gongs and things. So that it,
2: that yeah. was that was so good. Like that I needed that. Yeah I, like and I've never done a sound bath before. Um but it yeah, it felt so good like it was exactly what we needed because we had just been like traveling and just delays and whatnot not getting great sleep so it was the perfect way to end the day and I think that was kind of like that was one of the things that we that kind of influenced us to stay because we're like oh I really want to go to the sound bath but it's so late it was like what like at nine or something yeah 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 so um
0: so yeah, speaking of creativity things, I think it's worth mentioning that we have something brewing for yes. our, our listeners and community. It's
2: a, it's a brewing. It's brewing.
0: <laughs> um, we both have our notes that we will share at some point <laughs> with each <laughs> yeah. other, but we're going to be doing a intentional travel guide. Um ebook kind of thing. So, you can stay tuned for that coming up at some point.
2: Yes. <laughs> some point <laughs> when someday we, when we feel like it. <laughs> it's, it's it's in my mind. It's sitting there. It's waiting to, to come yeah. out. Yeah. So well, it's,
0: it's... <laughs> you have your spring uh life in bloom life course going on right now. Yeah. And you you're starting another one?
2: Yeah, so I I it's a three-week class, so I'm working through it right now, um, and I'm kind of creating the content as I go based on people's interests. I mean, I have an overall like outline, so we're covering spring plant medicine, and um, this week is all about body health and skin health, and there's tons of recipes And then, um, the last week is all about self-care and self-inquiry and Randy, you are going to join me in having a conversation around that for the people who are signed up. So that's, I'm excited for that. That will be fun. Um, and based on the feedback so far, like people are really enjoying it and are feeling like it's a, a good time to kind of like reclaim their energy for themselves in spring and everyone's like, I've been so busy. I haven't had a time to like even think about okay. myself. So it's been a good reset for them. So yeah, I decided I'll, I'm going to do another kind of like three week class starting on May 5th, cool. I think, or May 8th. Cool. I can't believe it's already May coming. What I is know.
0: this? Well, I'm, I'm, I just opened registration for my new online course, uh, self care for desk workers or simple desk care is what I'm doing it and I was gonna launch it May 1st and then I was like planning it and I'm like "Uh, it's almost May (laughs) so so it'll be live uh, May 15th but people can register right now for it but um, so yeah once we get done with those projects I think we can dig into um, our travel uh, resource for people
2: Yeah. And I think it'll be a good thing for summertime because people are going to be traveling more usually Mm -hmm. in spring and and like early fall. So Yeah. yeah, I'm in, I'm right now I'm definitely in the like creative mode. And I think that was also something that, um, was reawakened with going to the desert because I have, I mean, I create all the time for my business and for my job, but when it actually comes to creating content and like creating a course or some kind of like instructional educational thing that hasn't been the forefront of my kind of mind lately. But now that I've gotten to the flow with life in bloom, I'm like, all right, let's keep going. Cause it's, Mm -hmm. it's really fun. And I really enjoy it. I love that teaching aspect. So I am excited to hopefully hold on to that energy of like wanting to do it. Because yeah. I, I I definitely go through, like, waves of wanting to do things and not. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and I think that, I mean, that's perfect in this season. Like, we've all been hibernating in our own ways. And now we have that, all of these elements of the earth to support us in moving forward with creativity and new ideas and um, change. It's just, you know, it's it's time. It's time for that. And yes. I think the beauty of, uh, the timing of our trip. Um, but also, you know, anyone else that can is considering travel, even if it's just to the next town over or something, or like a different part of town, (laughs) like here in Fargo, um, you know, you go to West Fargo and it feels like a different Mm. place. So it's Mm. just like getting out of your daily rhythm, Right yep. now is gonna help you refresh and move into the season. It's just like I, I picture a bird like when it gets out of a its nest and it like ruffles its feathers and it's just like yeah mm, you know it's just like that's <laughs> you kind of gotta do something um to to help you switch gears and so like with I feel like the wisdom of our trip just keeps becoming more and more clear to me, but we didn't really know that going into it. Like you were like, I have a week off. I'm going here. Does anyone want to come? And I'm like, I do. And then once we got there, we were like, Oh, we needed this. Oh yeah. So
2: I know. Well, and it's, it's, like, I knew that I needed to go somewhere. And I was like, I could go visit my family in Chicago. And I was like, I whenever I have free time, I always go to Chicago. I love my family. And I want to go see them as much as possible. But at the same time, Jeremy was like, you need something for yourself. Like you need to go do something for yourself, not always feel obligated to go see your family just because you don't see them super often. Like, because I always go there in summer. So Mm -hmm. he's like, go somewhere else. And Joshua Tree has been, well, it was a combination. It was Joshua Tree, um, New Mexico, kind of like all of the Southwest was on my list. I wanted to do a road trip, but Joshua Tree in particular kept coming up like over and over and over again. And every time I thought about going somewhere else during this week, it was like, I just kept getting like called back and who would have known, you know, all that it kind of had Waiting for us, but it was mm-hmm. a. I'm so glad that we were able to go together because, yeah, I mean, solo travel is amazing on its own as well. But I think having us together, um, you know, people who are like minded and also open minded and just kind of go with the flow of life made it that much better.
0: Yeah, and honestly, one of my favorite parts was
2: realizing how good of travel buddies we are. Yeah, <laughs> I. Don't, you never know, like it's you never true. know what happen, and yeah. It's a good, yeah, it's good. It was good, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I never, I don't think that far ahead, but it is true. Like, sometimes you can travel with someone who doesn't have the same priorities as you, um and we've been friends for a while so and I know that you travel and I travel so I figured it would be fine but mm-hmm. and then we both were like I'm vegetarian I'm vegetarian oh yay <laughs> like I'm eating really clean like I'm, I'm you know cleansing or whatever it's like good let's it was like the healthiest trip I've ever taken yeah oh
0: man my body felt amazing
2: and that yeah. probably has a lot to do uh, or, or partially to do with how like amazing the trip was for us because we had such easy access to like fresh local food Mm -hmm. and we weren't just you know taking mushrooms and like drinking alcohol you know that was what we did at all which is fine whatever if that's what people want to do that's fine but um it was yeah it was like spring water mud baths like amazing local food that I've continued also once I've gotten home I'm like where's the local food like, where is the produce? What's in season? And I'm going to eat that and only that. So that's what I've been doing the last couple of weeks, too, is kind of shifting my diet towards more fresh as well, mm-hmm. or fresher than I normally, I like, I feel like I'm more aware, like, yeah. more conscious of what I'm eating because of how good I felt with yeah. what we You were eating.
0: It was interesting because when I got home, uh, I started slipping back. So I was doing, like, a four-week, like refresh diet thing and it had ended around the time I got home and so I went I started going back into like old habits and old ways of cooking like how I was in the winter when I was super stressed and feeling down and I just like slipped back in, into those habits and my body was like no 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 like <laughs> you are not going back there so it was like I had this mini like revolt with yeah. it yeah and then my body was speaking very loudly to me of like no, you have changed. These habits don't serve you anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what to do. And so I'm like, okay, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, it was this thing of like, I feel like when you do have a transformational experience or you do some healing, it's no longer comfortable or tolerable to be in how you were operating. Thank you for coming with me on this mini journey today. What an incredible gift it is to be alive on this planet of ours. So many things to do and see and appreciate. So many ways to nourish ourselves and also give back. And though there are hardships and tragedies, there is still so much beauty. And we need to see and preserve that beauty more than ever. You can catch up with Kristen and her offerings at lagombody.co. That's L-A-G-O-M-Body.co. And there will be more links to all we referred to in the show notes over at my website, naturallyrandyk.com/slash podcast. That's naturally r-a-n-d-i k a y dot slash podcast. You can also subscribe to my free weekly newsletter while you are there to get this podcast and special love notes for me right to your inbox. Tune in next week as the self-care conversation continues. And until then, take good care and enjoy the journey.